Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Well, let's get rolling. Second Chronicles 29, I believe. Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king. He reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Abijah, Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David has done, had done. In the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and assembled them in the square on the east side and said, Listen to me, Levites. Consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove all defilement from the sanctuary. Our parents were unfaithful. They did evil in the eyes of the Lord our God and forsook him. They turned their faces away from the Lord's dwelling place and turned their backs on him. They also shut the doors of the portico and put out the lamps. They did not burn out, burn incense, or present any burnt offerings to the sanctuary of, of the God of Israel. Therefore, the anger of the Lord has fallen on Judah and Jerusalem. He has made them an object of dread and horror and scorn, as you can see with your own eyes. This is why our fathers have fallen by the sword, and why our sons and daughters and our wives are in captivity. Now I intend to make a covenant with the, the Lord, the God of Israel, so that his fierce anger will turn away from us. My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him and serve him, to minister before him and to burn incense. These then three, these Levites set to work. From the Kohathites, Mahath, son of Amasai, and Joel, son of Azariah. From the Merarites, Kish, son of Abdi, and Azari, son of Jehalehalel. From the Jershonites, Joan, Joah, son of Zimah, and Eden, son of Joah. From the descendants of Elizaphan, Shimri, and Jeel. From the descendants of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah. From the descendants of Heman, Jehel, and Shimei. From the descendants of Jeduthun, Shemaiah, and Uziel. When they had assembled their fellow Levites and consecrated themselves, they went in to purify the temple of the Lord, as a king had ordered, following the word of the Lord. The priests went into the sanctuary of the Lord to purify it. They brought out to the courtyard of the Lord's temple everything unclean that they found in the temple of the Lord. The Levites took it and carried it out to the kingdom, King Bron Valley. They began the consecration for, on the first day of the first month, and by the eighth day of the month, they reached the portico of the Lord. For eight more days, they consecrated the temple of the Lord itself, finishing on the 16th day of the first month. Then they went into the king Hezekiah and reported, We have purified the entire temple of the Lord, and the altar of burnt offerings with all its utensils, and the table for setting out the consecrated bread with all its articles. We have prepared and consecrated all the articles that King Ahaz removed in his unfaithfulness while he was king, 
They are now in front of the Lord's altar. Early the next morning, King Hezekiah gathered the city officials together and went up to the Lord, to the temple of the Lord. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven male lambs, and seven male goats as a sin offering for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. The king commanded the priests and the descendants of Aaron to offer these so they uh, on the altar of the Lord. So they slaughtered the bulls, and the priests took the blood and splattered it against the altar. Next, they slaughtered the ram and splatted, or splashed their blood against the altar. Then they slaughtered the lamb and splashed their blood against the altar. The goats for the sin offering were brought before the king and the assembly, and they laid their hands on them. The priests then slaughtered the goats and presented the blood on the altar for a sin offering to atone for all Israel, because the king had ordered and burnt offering, the burnt offering and the sin offering for all of Israel. He stationed the Levites in the temple of the Lord with the cymbals, harps, and lyres in the, in the way prescribed by David and Gad, the king's seer, and Nathan the prophet. This was commanded by the Lord through his prophets. So the Levites stood ready with David's instruments and the priests with their trumpets. Hezekiah gave the order to sacrifice the burnt offerings on the altar. As the, burnt, as the offerings began singing to the Lord, as the offerings began, singing to the Lord began also, accompanied by trumpets and the instruments of David, king of Israel. The whole assembly bowed in worship while the musicians played and the trumpets sounded. As this continued until the sacrifice of the burnt offerings was completed. When the offerings were finished, the king and everyone present with him knelt down and worshiped. King Hezekiah and his officials ordered the Levites to praise with the Lord or praise the Lord with the words of David and Asaphar the seer. So they sang praises with gladness and bowed down and worshiped. Then Hezekiah said, you have now dedicated yourselves to the Lord. Come and bring sacrifices and thanks and thank offerings to the temple of the Lord. So the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings and all whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings. The number of burnt offerings that the assembly brought was 70 bulls, 100 rams, 200 male lambs, all of them for burnt offerings to the Lord. The animals consecrated as sacrifices amounted to 600 bulls and 3,000 uh, 3, sheep and goats. The priests, however, were too few to skin all the burnt offerings. So their relatives, the Levites, helped them until the task was finished and until other priests had been consecrated. For the Levites had been more conscientious in consecrating themselves than the priests had been. There were burnt offerings in abundance, together with the fat of the fellowship offerings and the drink offerings that accompanied the burnt offerings. So the service of the temple of the Lord was reestablished. Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced at what God had brought out for his people because it was done so quickly. Second Chronicles 30. Hezekiah sent word to all Israel and Judah and also wrote letters to Ephraim and Manasseh, inviting them to come to the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem and celebrate the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. The king and his officials and the whole assembly in Jerusalem decided to celebrate the Passover in the second month. They had not been able to celebrate it at the regular time because not enough priests had consecrated themselves 
and the people had not assembled in Jerusalem. The plan seemed right to both the king and the whole assembly. They decided to send a proclamation throughout Israel, from Beersheba to Dan, calling the people to come to Jerusalem and celebrate the Passover for the Lord, the God of Israel. It had not been celebrated in large numbers according to what was, what was written. And the king's command, at the king's command, couriers went throughout Israel and Judah with letters from the king and from his officials, which read, People of Israel, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that he may return to you who are left, who have escaped from the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not be like your parents and your fellow Israelites, who were unfaithful to the Lord, the God of their ancestors, so that he made them an object of horror, as you see. Do not be stiff-necked, as you, your ancestors were. Submit to the Lord. Come to his sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever. Serve the Lord your God, so that his fierce anger will turn away from you. If you return to the Lord, then your fellow Israelites and your children will be shown compassion by their captors and will return to this land. For the Lord your God is gracious and compassionate. He will not turn his face from you if you, if you return to him. The couriers went from town to town in Ephraim and Manasseh, as far as Zebulun, but people scorned and ridiculed them. Nevertheless, some from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and went to Jerusalem. Also in Judah, the hand of God was on the people to give them unity of mind to carry out what the king and his officials had ordered. Following the word of the Lord. A very large crowd of people assembled in Jerusalem to celebrate the festival of unleavened bread in the second month. They removed the altars in Jerusalem and cleared away the incense altars and threw them into the Kindron Valley. They slaughtered the Passover lamb on the 14th day of the second month. The priests and the Levites were ashamed and, were ashamed and consecrated themselves and brought burnt offerings to the temple of the Lord. Then they took up their regular positions as prescribed in the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests splashed against the altar the blood handed to them by the Levites. Since many in the crowd had not consecrated themselves, the Levites had to kill the Passover lambs for all those who were not ceremonially clean and could not consecrate their lambs to the Lord. Although most of the many, although most of the many people who came from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar and Zebulun had not purified themselves, yet they ate the Passover, contrary to what was written. But Hezekiah prayed for them, saying, May the Lord who is good pardon everyone who sets their hearts on seeking God, the Lord, the God of their ancestors, even if they are not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. The Israelites who were present in Jerusalem celebrated the festival of unleavened bread for seven days with great rejoicing, while the Levites and priests praised the Lord every day with resound instruments dedicated to the Lord. Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who showed good understanding of the service of the Lord. For seven days they ate their assigned portion and offered fellowship offerings and praised the Lord, the God of their ancestors. The whole assembly then agreed to celebrate the festival seven more days so for another seven days, they celebrated joyfully. Hezekiah, king of Judah, provided a thousand bulls and 7,000 sheep and goats for the assembly. And the officials provided them with a thousand bulls and 10,000 sheep and goats. A great number of priests consecrated themselves. 
the entire assembly of Judah rejoiced, along with the priests and Levites who had all, all who had assembled from Israel, including the foreigners who had come from Israel and also those who resided in Judah. There was great joy in Jerusalem, for since the days of Solomon, son of, king, of David, king of Israel, there had been nothing like this in Jerusalem. The priests and the Levites stood, stood to bless the people, and God heard them, for their prayer reached heaven, his holy dwelling place. Second Chronicles 31. When all this had ended, the Israelites who were there went out of the towns of Judah, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. They destroyed the high places and the altars throughout Judah and Benjamin, and in Ephraim and Manasseh. After they had destroyed all of them, the Israelites returned to their old town, own towns and to their own property. Hezekiah assigned the priests and Levites to divisions, each of them according to their duties as priests or Levites, to offer burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, to minister, to give thanks, and to sing praises at the gates of the Lord's dwelling. The king contributed from his own possessions from the morning and evening burnt offerings, and for the burnt offerings on the Sabbaths, at the new moons, and at the appointed festivals as written in the law of the Lord. He ordered the people living in Jerusalem to give the portion due the priests and the Levites so they can devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the order went out, the Israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain, new wine, olive oil, and honey, and all that the fields produced. They brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. The people of Israel and Judah who live in the towns of Judah also brought a tithe of their herds and flocks and a tithe of their holy things dedicated to the Lord their God, and they piled them in heaps. They began doing this in the third month and finished in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and his officials came and saw the heaps, they praised the Lord and blessed his people Israel. Hezekiah asked the priests and Levites about the heaps, and Azariah, the chief priest from the family of Zadok, answered, Since the people began to bring their contributions to the temple of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and plenty to spare, because the Lord has blessed his people, and this great amount is left over. Hezekiah gave orders to prepare storerooms in the temple of the Lord, and this was done. Then they faithfully brought in the contributions, tithes, and dedicated gifts, Kananiah, the Levite, was the overseer in charge of these things, and his brother Shimei was next in rank. Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asael, Jeremoth, Josabad, Lyle, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaniah were assistants of Kananiah and Shimei, his brother. All these served by appointment of King Hezekiah and Azariah, the official in charge of the temple of God. Kore, son of Imna, the Levite, keeper of the east gate, was in charge of the freewill offerings given to God, distributing the contributions made to the Lord and also consecrated gifts. Eden, Miniman, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shekaniah assisted him faithfully in the towns of the priests distributing to their fellow priests according to their divisions, old and young alike. In addition, they distributed to, to the males three years old or more whose names were in the gene genealogical records. 
all who would enter the temple of the Lord to perform the daily duties of their various tasks according to their responsibilities and their divisions. And they distributed to the priests enrolled by their families in the gen genealogical records and likewise to the Levites 20 years old or more according to their responsibilities and their divisions. They included the, all the little ones, the wives and the sons and daughters of the whole community listed in the genealogical records, for they were faithful in consecrating themselves. As for the priests, the descendants of Aaron, who lived in the farmlands around their towns or in other towns, men were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among them and to all who were recorded in the genealogical or genealogies of the Levites. This is what Hezekiah did throughout Judah, doing what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. And everything that he undertook in the service of God, temple, and in obedience to the law and the commands, he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly. And so he prospered. Second Chronicles 32. After all that Hezekiah had so faithfully done, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah. He laid siege to the fortified cities, thinking, thinking to conquer them for himself. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and that he intended to wage war against Jerusalem, he consulted with his officials and military staff about blocking off the water from the springs outside the city. And they helped him. They gathered a large group of people who blocked all the springs and the streams that flowed through the land. Why should the kings of Assyria come and find plenty of water, they said. Then he worked hard repairing all the broken sections of the wall and building towers on it. He built another wall outside the one and reinforced the terraces of the city of David. He also made large numbers of weapons and shields. He appointed military officers over the people and assembled them before him in the square at the city gate and encourage them with these words, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the king of Assyria and the vast army with him. For there is a great power with us, greater power with us than with him. With him is only the arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people gained confidence from what Hezekiah, the king of Judah, said. Later, when Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and all his forces were laying siege to Lashish, he sent his officers to Jerusalem with a message for Hezekiah, king of Judah, and for all the people of Judah who were there. This is Sennacherib, king of Assyria, says. Oh, this is what Sennacherib, king of Assyria, says. On what are you basing your confidence, that you remain in Jerusalem under siege? When Hezekiah says the Lord our God will save us from the hand of King Assyria, he is misleading you to let you die of hunger and thirst. Do not, did not Hezekiah himself remove this God's high places and altars, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you must worship before one altar and burn sacrifices on it? Do you not know? What I, I and my predecessors have done to all the peoples of the other lands? Were their gods, were, were the gods of those nations ever able to deliver their lands from my hand? Who of all the gods of these nations that my predecessors destroyed has been able to save his people from me? How then can your God deliver from my hand? 
Now do not let Hezekiah deceive you and mislead you like this. Do not believe him, for no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to deliver his people from my hand or the hand of my predecessors. How much less will your god deliver from deliver you from my hand? Sennacherib's officers spoke further against the Lord God and against his servants Hezekiah. The king also wrote letters ridiculing the Lord, the God of Israel, saying this against him, just as the gods of the people of the other lands did not rescue their people from my hand, so the God of Hezekiah will not rescue his people from my hand. Then they called out in Hebrew to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to terrify them and make them afraid in order to capture the city. They spoke about the God, they spoke about the God of Jerusalem as they did about other gods of the other people of the world, the work of human hands. King Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, cried out in prayer in heaven about this. Then the Lord sent out angel, an angel who annihilated the fighting men and the commanding officers in the camp of Assyria king. So he withdrew to his own land in disgrace. When he, and when he went to the temple of his God, some of his sons, his own flesh and blood, cut him down with the sword. So the Lord saved Hezekiah and the people of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and from the hand of others. He took care of them on every side. Many brought offerings to Jerusalem for the Lord and the valuable gifts for Hezekiah, king of Judah. And from then on, he was highly regarded by all the nations. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. He prayed to the Lord who answered him and gave him a miraculous sign. But Hezekiah's heart was proud, and he did not respond to the kindness shown to him. Therefore the Lord's wrath was on him, and on Judah and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah repented of the pride in his heart, of his heart, as did the people of Jerusalem. Therefore the Lord's wrath did not come on them during the days of Hezekiah. Hezekiah had very great wealth and honor, and he made treasures, treasuries for his silver and gold, and for his precious stones spices, shields, and all kinds of valuables. He also made buildings to store the harvest of grain, new wine, and olive oil. And he made stalls for various kinds of cattle and pens for the flocks. He built villages and acquired great numbers of flocks and herds, for God had given him very great riches. It was Hezekiah who blocked the upper outlet of the Gihon Spring and channeled the water down to the west side of the city of David. He succeeded in everything he undertook. But when he, but when envoys were sent by the rulers of Babylon to ask him about the miraculous sign that had occurred in the land, God left him to test him and to know everything that was in his heart. The other events of Hezekiah's reign and his acts of devotion are written in the vision of the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. Hezekiah rested with his ancestors and was buried on the hill where the tombs of David's descendants are. All Judah and the people of Jerusalem were honored when he died, and Manasseh, his son, succeeded him as king. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you and may his light shine upon you.